0: Long Talk Radio. Yeah, we're ready. Good morning.
1: Good to see you all today. Howdy. Howdy, howdy. Good morning, my How are you? About to fall along while you're up. At- all over the chairs on you there, <laughs> all right, well amen, good morning everybody, well, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning, amen, all right, I tell you what let's do, let's take our song book, a red song book, let's stand to our feet, let's turn to number 21 in that red song book, 21, did I hand you the right one? Yeah, it's right. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. Number 21, Sunshine in the Soul. Let's sing it out, good and strong. Okay.
2: <laughs> There's sunshine in my soul today. sky for jesus is my light oh there's sunshine blessed sunshine when the peaceful happy moments roll when jesus shows his smiling face there is sunshine in the soul there's music in my soul today a carol to my king. And Jesus listening can hear the songs I cannot sing. Oh, there's sunshine, blessed shine when the peaceful happy moments roll. When Jesus shows his smiling face, there is sunshine. In the soul, there is springtime in my soul today, for when the Lord is near, the dove of peace sings in my heart, the flowers of grace appear, oh there's sunshine, blessed sunshine, when the peaceful happy moments roll. When Jesus shows his smiling face, there is sunshine in the soul. There is gladness in my soul today, and hope and praise and love for blessings which he gives me now, for joys laid up there's sunshine, blessed sunshine, when the peaceful happy moments roll, when Jesus shows his smiling face, there is sunshine in the soul,
1: well praise God, there is, if you're saved, you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, a sunshine in your soul, amen, s-o-n, shine, amen, the Lord's there. Praise God need to let him come flow, flowing forth from us like a river of of living water amen good to be in church good to see all of you this morning glad everybody's doing well do need to pray for Phyllis, uh at her mom's funeral she uh some brother Byron was telling me there's somebody there who has come has come down with covid nineteen or has been uh, has been identified as having it and uh Phyllis didn't want to come this morning until she'd been tested and make sure she hadn't got it. So pray for her. She's going to get tested real soon, I think. But anyway, you know, I look at it this way. God, God knows everything. God's in control. And if God wants me to have it, then I'm going to have it. If God don't want me to have it, I couldn't catch it if I wanted to. Amen. He's in control, so I don't need to worry about it. Amen. Just need to trust him and just keep on going. But anyway, we need to pray that everything turns out good for them. I want to congratulate Brother Tony. Sister Tammy's not here this morning, but congratulations on Pake. Amen. Got a new grandbaby. Praise God. Seen the pictures yesterday evening. And uh, thank God. That's that's wonderful. Amen. I'm looking forward to not a grandbaby, but I'm looking forward to going through something similar pretty soon. <laughs> but uh, anyway, y'all pray for her, too. She's she's miserable. She's smiling, but she's miserable. <laughs> but... uh, uh. Two or three other things. What was I thinking? Um, somebody help me. I know we got some announcements. Oh yeah, I pray for me, but I wasn't thinking of me first. But anyway, y'all pray for me. I'm leaving tonight after after service, driving down to Mansfield, Louisiana. Uh, gonna be going to a uh, going to a Bible conference Monday and Tuesday. Uh, I think it's Southside Baptist Church there. And uh, pray for me. I need some preaching. I need I need somebody to call my head a little bit. So. uh you know, urge me on, fire me. I need, I need Lord to speak to my heart. So, so I know you said that last time we met Wednesday night. You said that. I got
0: you Wednesday night.
1: But so, like I told you, sometimes we have some differences over, over, over. Uh, I wouldn't say they're doctrinal issues but we, we have some differences every now and then. Over non essentials and we and we plus too much about it.
2: <laughs> well,
1: I know how to say all that. That's all good. But anyway, uh, what you hear? <laughs> um I know there's something else I needed to mention this morning. was but I guess it ain't I guess I ain't supposed to or to come to mind, but anyway, Lord knows what it was. We do need to lift up and pray for our nation we do need to pray for our pray for our our local government pray for pray for our economy here locally pray for everybody that's uh been hit by all this stuff to uh for God to give them his his favor and his blessing they'd be able to bounce back from it and uh anything else from anybody before we go to the lord pray? Pray for our and pray yes absolutely Lift you up in prayer sister. She's having a rough morning <clears throat> All right Yes um, Rick. Yes, Rick uh, Crumb They
0: need him For speech, cancer And he's got a year to live mm-hmm. He's got it in his uh, Apophageal And then and he's
1: coming Goodness gracious Well, we'll lift him up in prayer Pray for God to work in his life um, Anybody else? Anything else? Three years ago. Amen. Praise God for that, brother. Amen. And he deserves every bit of the praise. Praise God for the, all of it. Amen. All right. Well, if nothing else, let's go to the Lord in prayer. Let's ask God to bless the offering this morning ask him to bless the service, the preaching, everything that's done, may it honor, glorify, and magnify the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. And uh, Brother Tony, lead us to prayer for the offering this morning. Our Heavenly
2: Father, Lord, we thank you for the many blessings of
0: life. Lord, we pray that you go to the offering this morning. Lord,
1: we ask you to pray for, for the ones that are the ones that are Take care of your
2: name. So us the lead, and
1: Amen. Amen. Thank <laughs> you. Number 31, He had My Soul in the Cleft of the Rock.
2: A wonderful Savior is Jesus my Lord, a wonderful Savior to me. He hided my soul in the cleft of the rock. I see he hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock that shadows a dry thirsty land he hid. And a wonderful savior is Jesus my lord he taketh my burden away he holdeth me up and I shall not be moved he giveth me strength as my day he Left of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land, He hideth my life in the depths of His love and covers me there with His hand. omen he crowns and filled with his fullness divine I sing in my rapture all oh, glory to God for such a redeemer is mine he hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock that shadows a The depths of his love and covers me there with his hand. And covers me there with his hand. When clothed in his brightness, transported I rise to meet him in clouds of the sky. His perfect salvation. His wonderful love, I'll shout with the millions on high. He hideth my soul in the cleft of the rock that shadows a dry, thirsty land. He hideth my life in the depths of his love and covers me. Hand, and covers me there with
1: his hand amen praise god That's, that comes from where moses said he wanted to see the lord and the lord put him in the cleft of the rock and covered him with his hand as you pass by <clears throat> turn to 146 146 we just get a glimpse of that glory down here amen but someday We'll know even as we're known. We'll, but we'll know him like he knows us. Isn't that amazing? <coughs> when
2: peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever, well with my soul It is well, it is well with my soul Though Satan should buffet Though trials should come Let this blessed assurance Control, that Christ has regarded my helpless state And has shed his own blood for my soul It is well with my soul
1: this morning because i'm saved amen i don't worry about it when i lay my head down at night will this be the last time i do this hey listen if the lord if i go in my sleep praise god i'm gonna wake up in glory hallelujah if i go in the middle of the day it's all right too god will take me when he's ready and i'm ready to go when he takes me amen because that's all been settled As the old song says, the count was settled and settled long ago. Hallelujah. 360 this morning, leaning on the everlasting arms. And that's where I sit. Leaning on the everlasting arms of the Lord Jesus Christ. What
2: a fellowship. What a joy divine. Leaning on the everlasting arms. What a blessedness, what a peace is mine, leaning on the everlasting arms, leaning, leaning, safe and secure from all alarms, leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Oh, how sweet to walk in this pilgrim way Leaning on the everlasting arms Oh, how bright the path grows from day to day Leaning on the everlasting arms Leaning, leaning Safe and secure from all alarms Leaning On the everlasting arms What have I to dread What have I to fear Leaning on the everlasting arms I have blessed peace With my Lord so dear Leaning on the everlasting arms Leaning, leaning Safe and secure from all alarms Leaning, leaning, leaning on the everlasting arms. Amen.
1: Praise God. Oh, I know what I failed to mention. Next Sunday will be Fellowship Sunday. Am I right? Next Sunday. Well, amen. Well, I'm glad you had my back there, sister. And I'm usually not one to forget when it's time to eat. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's what I was forgetting. I knew it was something. I knew it was something. I just couldn't remember what it was. But I remember now. Thank you, sister. I appreciate that. Miss Linda, happy birthday to you. We want to sing you happy birthday this morning.
2: Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Linda, happy birthday to you, and
1: many more, sister. Amen. Well, praise God. <sighs>
2: They're not mine at all. Jesus, only let me use them to brighten my life. So remind me, remind me. From and where I could have been. Remember, I'm human and humans forget. So remind me, remind me, dear Lord. good have I done to deserve God's own son? I'm not worthy of the scars in his hand. Still he chose the road to Calvary to die in my stead. Why he loved me I can't understand. Roll back the curtain Of memory now and then Show me where you brought me from And where I could have been Remember, I'm human And humans forget So remind me Remind me, dear Lord, yes, remind me, remind me, dear
1: Lord, amen. We need a reminder every now and then. We are, we are apt to get complacent, amen? If you, let us, if you let us sit still in one place too long, we, we tend to get complacent. And God just needs to every now and then just say, hey, guess what? You're supposed to be busy, amen? And I can tell you something. That's one of the reasons why we lack a precious commodity in our life. And you know what that commodity is? Peace. Peace. Now, listen, people searching for peace everywhere and can't find it. But I'm going to tell you this morning how you can have it. Amen. He said in Sunday school, Brother Grant did, that what we need is to hear the same old things over and over and over again. It's not that we need something new. We've got to have some new look, some new angle. No, we just, need, we just need to take out the stuff that works and look at it again. Amen? It's worked for all these years, for all these different believers down through the ages. It'll work for you. It'll work for me. Amen? I thank God we don't need a new Bible. Amen? We just need to get the old one out and read it. Amen? That's all we need to do. Turn your Bible in John chapter 14. John chapter 14 and uh we're going to we're going to move just a little bit ahead in the text, but I'm but I decided instead of just jumping, I'll just preach my way there, okay? So I know y'all love that, so I couldn't I couldn't just take a leap. But anyway, amen. So anyway, last week we we were reading and I am just I'm just going to kind of clue us back in uh starting back at the first of the chapter where Jesus said To Peter and to the rest of the disciples as they're finding out that he's going to be going to the cross. This is it. This is the last few moments that we're going to have before all this takes place. And Jesus tells Peter, you know, you're going to deny me tonight and and before the rooster crows in the morning. And he says, let not your heart be troubled. Everything that we're talking about is, is predicated based on that statement. Let not your heart be troubled. Okay, because they were very—I I, I can almost see the looks on their faces as he's as they realize we're fixing to lose Jesus. We're not going to have our, our our Messiah here with us anymore. We're not going to have our our, our our leader. We're not going to have. We're not going to have him to, to walk with us and, and, and teach us and, and, and tell us what to do and, and tell us how to handle situations and, 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 and to get us out of trouble and, 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 and to fix things. We don't know what will we do. It was uncertainty, is it unrest. It's like we, we all face uncertainty and unrest in our lives. Everything's going just good. I mean, everything's going great, and all of a sudden you get something in the mail and the whole world changes. Or, or you hear some news from somebody and your whole world changes. Suddenly there's a crisis. Suddenly there's a grief. Suddenly there's something that sends unrest all through us. And it's in that moment we decide what we're going to do, whether we're going to hang on to God, whether we're going to cling to him, or whether we're going to try to handle it ourselves, and it will literally nearly shake us apart. Amen? And we've done that so many times, and we're hard-headed because we don't seem to learn. Amen? We have to go back through it, maybe not as far into the process every time, but we tend to, to always jump right back in that rut of, what am I going to do? Amen. So let's read, Amen, this morning. Let's let's read and I won't I won't I won't go all the way back through chapter fourteen. But uh Jesus said, Let not your heart be troubled. He told him I'm the way, the truth, and the life. He told him, If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he said he said, Listen, and, 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 and he that believeth on me down in verse twelve, he said, The works that I do, he shall do also. And he said, Greater works than these shall he do, because I go to my Father. And, and and he said that the, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I'll do it. Now, again, he's not talking about he'll just give you anything your heart desires. He's saying anything that you're doing to glorify the Son, anything that you're doing standing in my place, in my stead, for my glory, for my purpose, and you ask the Father to give you the help, the power to do it, I'll do it. And he said right after that, if you love me. Keep my commandments. I'm willing to do whatever you need in order to accomplish the task that you and I are trying to accomplish, that I'm trying to accomplish through you, and you're trying to accomplish for me, working together, I and you, you and me, and and me and the Father, together we're going to accomplish these things together. If you love me, you'll do it, is what he's saying. If you love me, you'll obey me. If you love me, you'll follow me. If you love me, you won't be hard-headed and, 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 and fight against me the whole way. Amen? I I, I think there's some of us like that sometimes. We seem to want to fight him the whole way, like a teenager trying to get him out of the house sometimes. Just fight you the whole way. Amen? But uh, anyway, we're getting ready anyway, praise God. Look at verse 16. And he said, And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. All right, first of all, I want us to look right there. He's told us last week he's sending another comforter, and that another means exactly the same, just like me. Okay? Not a different comforter, another one. He Christ has been ever they're all in all. He's been there everything they needed from, from the get go. And he's I'm going, but I'm going to send one just like me. And he's going to do all the things that I've done. He's going to provide you with all the things I provided you with. He's going to be everything you need. And he's going to speak of me. He's going to remind you of what I said. He's going to give you power. He's going to do all those things. And we looked at that last week. All right. So let's look, let's look, let's pray first. Let's go ahead and pray, and then we'll get into the message. Let's pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we come before you this morning, and I need you now. Lord, I got a lot to say in a short period of time, so I pray that you'll, Lord, you'll you'll just guide my words, Lord. You'll guide my thoughts and guide my words, and Father, you'll help me to speak exactly what ought to be said in the manner it ought to be said. Lord, and nothing more. I just pray, Father, that you meet with us this morning, that you'll speak to each heart that's tuned in to listen to us, whether they be in the building or whether they're listening over the Internet. Father, I just pray that the power of God go forth. Lord, the truth of God be told. And, Lord, I pray the Holy Ghost of God work in the hearts of men, and w- men women, boys, and girls. Lord, stir people that are not saved. Stir them. Show them their lost condition. Show them, Lord, their, their eternal damnation that awaits them if they don't turn to Christ and believe and receive His precious blood as the payment for their sins. Lord God, I pray for somebody to be saved today. Lord, I pray today will be the day somebody comes back to you to serve you and turns their life back over to you. Father, whatever the need may be, Lord, if we just need to trust you more than we have been, Father, whatever it may be, somebody needs to step out into service, Lord, I just pray today be the day. Please work in our midst. Holy Ghost of God, use us in spite of us. Forgive our sins, Father, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. We're going to... We're going to talk fast. we got about 30 minutes, and we're going to see if we can't do it in that shorter period of time. So follow me. Verse 19, Jesus just said, I'll come to you, okay? And he says in 19, yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. He's saying, I'm leaving. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. But I'm leaving. Oh, he's talking about, hey, you're going to see me in the person of your Holy Ghost. That's the person of your Holy Spirit, the other comforter. That's what he's saying. And he says at that, that day you shall know that I, I am in the Father. Okay? And he said, and ye in me, and I in you. Wow. Now, wait a minute. I in the Father, ye in me, I in you. Well, that's a powerful combination. Amen. <clears throat> why was Jesus? Why, Jesus came to earth, and the Father gave him the power. He lived to himself as a man. He was very God and very man, but he relied on the Father for everything. Amen, he did. He prayed, he asked the Father, he, prayed, he relied on the Father for everything. Guess what? We rely on him for everything, too. Amen? And God and, 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 and he was able to do all things. He said, all power is given to me in heaven and earth. Listen, God, that, God's not going to hold us back from doing great things for him. We hold us back from doing great things for him. God, it's not that God don't want to use you because, because he doesn't like you. No, it's, it's because we've never made ourselves available on that level. God will use somebody, even somebody that maybe hadn't been a good servant in the past. God, look at Jonah. Was Jonah a good servant? I don't think so. I'm going to get on another sermon if I don't watch myself here. I've got to keep going. All right. Verse 21, he that hath my commandments keepeth them. Here we go. He keepeth them. Why does he keep them? Because he loves him, right? He it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved to my father. You love Jesus, the Father's going to pour out his love on you. And he said, And I will love him. And I will manifest myself to him. Jesus will show up as you go about living your life for him. He will show up in you. He's already said, I will come to you. In verse 18. In verse 20, he said, he said, I'm in you. Verse 21, he said, I will we will manifest. I will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not scariot." You notice God pointed that out. Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Well, how are you going to show yourself? He said, well, you're here. Everybody can see you. Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words. In other words, what I say is more important than what he thinks. See that? Amen. Hey, what God says is more important than what you think or I think. Amen? If a man loves me, he'll keep my words, and my Father will love him. I want God to love on me. Amen? I want God to pour out his blessing on me. If I love the Lord and I follow his words, the Father will pour out that blessing. And we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings. Uh, that makes sense. Amen? Some, so I, I never see people who who don't love God, people that are lost, trying to do the things of Christ. I never see them, I I don't ever see lost people, and and when I say lost people, I realize that they're, they're good, moral lost people. I understand that. But you never, you never run across one who has compassion like a believer. At least in my experience. I'm not saying there aren't good people out there. But, You cannot mimic the Holy Spirit of God. I don't care how good you are. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you, but the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father shall send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, Whatever I hadn't taught you yet, he's going to catch you up to speed on it. And he's going to remind you of the things that I have said. So that's how he's saying. It. God's saying, I'm going to be there with you. And you know when you got saved, when you trusted Christ, that, that, that he, God moved into your spirit. He brought your spirit to life, and he moved in. He moved in in the person of his Holy Ghost. And he's there with you. He's not hidden from you. He's there. He wants to manifest himself to you. Some, and I, I'm not saying this personally about, about anybody here, but there are a lot of people they get saved and, and 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 they don't ever they don't ever let God come forth from them. It's like they they keep it a secret. I ah, that's, that's my religion. That's secret. That's my business. I don't understand that. Christ, Christ should we should let Him live through us? Not that's that's what the Bible talks about. That man who 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 put his talent in a napkin and hid it. He won't let Jesus show. Amen? That's not how we're to be. We're to let him shine. Now, we're going to get to the message. Aren't y'all glad we got to the message? Amen. John 14, 27 through 31. We'll read it and we'll get into it. The Bible said, Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, if I go away and come again unto you, I will and come again unto you. If uh, let me read that again.
2: Ye have heard
1: how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, you would rejoice, because I said I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass that when it is come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing with me in me. But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. So they got up from the upper room, and that's when they began to head out to the Garden of Gethsemane. Now, I just want to focus on verse 27 primarily this morning jesus said peace i leave with you okay first of all he said let not your heart be troubled right okay and he and he's told them he's told them that they're going to have him with them that he's not going to leave them he's going to he's going to leave them in bodily form but he's going to give them another comforter the holy ghost of god his spirit and, and he will live inside of us so don't worry i'm not leaving i'll be there it'll be just as real as it was with me walking here with you is what he's trying to say I, I, I'm i going to show myself to you. I will manifest myself to you. I'll remind you of the things that I've said. I'll teach you the things that you hadn't learned yet. Don't be troubled. Don't be afraid. Well, they're facing things that are scary. They're facing things that, that, that would cause mortals to fear. I mean, I don't know anybody who thinks I could die today and and, and not... I mean, who really have some circumstances around it, they could really, they could really die today, that they don't have a little bit of a tremble of fear in them. Uh, it's, just, it's just the idea of I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to perish, that I'm going to die, my flesh is going to die, that causes us alarm. And they were facing that to a degree. They, they didn't know what was going to happen. So Jesus is comforting them. He, he doesn't want them to go, go into this following them with unrest in their hearts. He wants them... He wants them to, to understand his words and believe his words and be strong in him. Amen? So he said, he said, peace I leave with you. He said, my peace I give unto you. That's where I want to focus. What kind of peace does Jesus give? What kind of peace does he give? Okay, the Bible tells us he gives He said, I give you my peace. Well, what kind of peace does Jesus have? Think about that. What kind of peace does the Lord Jesus Christ have? Uh, Well, he made the world and everything in it, didn't he? Amen? When he came to this world, he didn't have a bit of fear in him. He didn't have a bit of worry in him. He didn't have a bit of dread in him. He had not not one speck of anxiety in him. Even through what he was about to go through, He didn't have any hesitation. The last words he said there is, Arise, let's get up, let's go. He's ready to go. He's ready to go and get it over with, to die for sinners, to purchase our redemption. There was no hesitation on his part. He's ready and and waiting to do the will of the Father. There was peace in that. My Father's will has to be done, and it's for you, and I'm ready to do it. I got peace in that. When Jesus was hanging, dying on the cross of Calvary, and he spoke these words, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do, when he said that. The peace that Jesus has is a peace unlike any that can be derived from any earthly source. I mean, there are people who get, uh, I just want to get somewhere quiet so I can have some peace. We hear stuff like that. Some people they find they find peace if they they listen to some music. They I just want to just leave me alone. Let me listen to my music. Let me be at peace. I, I just want uh, some people think going on vacation, sitting by the ocean is peace. There's all kinds of pe- people find all kinds. I mean, there's some there's some and I hate to call them idiots, but they are who sit with cross leg in the floor and put their hands like this and go and they think they can find peace that way. Some people think peace is just not fighting. Cops show up, they're going to keep the peace. (laughs) That usually don't happen. But anyway, um, the peace we're talking about, it ain't some sign, some broken upside-down witch's cross in a circle. By the way, if y'all don't know what the peace sign is, that's what it is. It's a witch's cross, broken, the arms broken upside-down. That don't mean peace. No, the peace we're talking about, you can't find it on this earth. Isaiah 9, 9, 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He rules over peace. He rules peace. Amen? He's the peace giver. You can have the peace that God has. Understand that. I know that sounds like a grand statement this morning, but the truth of it is you can have the same peace that the Lord Jesus Christ has. He promised you that peace. It's yours for the taking. He's the prince of it. He can give it, amen? Hey, can't nobody, can't nobody uh, tell him any different, amen? In Philippians 4, I'm going to give you a lot of scripture this morning, but in Philippians 4, 7, the Bible says, And the peace of God which passeth all understanding. And it shall keep your hearts and keep your minds through Christ Jesus. God will strengthen our, our, our heart and our mind when we face an hour of weakness. God promises that. The peace of God. If we'll quit trying to find peace on our own, when we hit that bump in the road, when we have that calamity happen, when that dark storm cloud rolls in, if we'll, instead of going back to our old faithful of which never helped us to begin with I don't know anybody that ever worried themselves to peace or bit their fingernails and that helped somehow I don't know how talking to everybody you know about it helps you any either I don't know how posting your problems on Facebook alleviates any of that either you may say well that's where I asked for my prayer request at and that's fine but listen to me all the prayer requests in the world ain't gonna help you if you don't have the peace of God working in your life. You gotta be open to the peace of God before you can receive it. Do you understand that? I don't care who's praying for you, you gotta open that's just like everybody's praying for somebody to be saved. They gotta be open to receive it or they're not gonna have it. The peace of God which passeth all understanding, that means that means there ain't a thing the devil can throw at you that's gonna shake it. You understand that? It passeth all understanding. So I said, I don't know how you're going through that. I don't know how you make it. Well, that's that, exactly. I got peace that you don't understand. God gives that. And he says it shall keep your hearts. He'll keep your hearts. Don't fret or worry how you're going to overcome the difficulties in your life. He'll keep your hearts. He'll keep your mind. Listen, you don't have to panic. He'll keep your heart. You don't have to have anxiety and pop pills to keep from having panic attacks. God will keep your heart. What does that mean? That means he'll stabilize everything. Everything. Just like on the sea that night when they said, we're going to drown, and he said, peace, be still. It didn't take a while for everything to settle. Instantly. See, in Christ, we can have a steady mind. See, because I know whom I have believed. I know, and I'm persuaded that he's able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. I mean, he's he's got it. When I got saved, I didn't ask him to save part of me. I didn't ask him to save a little of me. I asked him to save all of me, save me. Everything's included in that. Every situation, every detail of life is included in that. I don't have any of it left over from me. God says, okay, that part you can deal with on your own. No, it's all. It's all in his hands. Romans 8, 6, the Bible says, for to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. I'm going to give you a fair question. If you've trusted Christ to pay for your sin, if you've trusted him to forgive you and save your immortal soul, which is something you can't even put your hands on. You, you can't touch or do anything to your own soul. You don't even know how to get a hold of your own soul. Listen, it's something you can't do anything about. It's out of your hands. And you trusted God, you trusted him to, to pay that price so that you don't spend an eternity burning in flames of torment in, in the lake of fire. You trust him that. Then why not take the your hands off the wheel about everything else. Why not let God drive? Why not let go of your doubts about other things? Your soul is something, again, what could you have done? Not a thing. It was out of your hands. It was either. God, you either do it or it's not done. Well, why can't he handle your mind and your thought life? Why can't he mind your heart and your emotional life? Why can't God give you peace like a river? Why can't he give it to you? Why can't you find and achieve that in your life? I'm going to give you the answers. All right? I want you to understand this, too. We can't live in worry and experience the abundant life at the same time. God promised us abundant life, and we're going to look at that in chapter 15 when we get there okay? God expects us to live an abundant life. He wants us to bear fruit. He wants us not only to bear fruit, but to bear much fruit. Amen? He wants us to be productive for him. And we can't do that if our mind is wrapped up in things of this world. He's already said, you know, take no thought for your life, what you shall eat, what you shall wear, all those things. He said, you know, the Gentiles, they they worry about those things. He's talking about the heathen. The heathen people worry about those things. They spend their day worrying, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? Oh, we've got to struggle to get this and struggle to do that. He said, listen, God knows what you need. God knows the thing. And I'm not saying, well, we just all sit around, wait on a check, roll in. We don't have to work. God knows what we need. And, of course, that's not what I'm saying. God told us a man ate bread by the sweat of his face. We know that. But the things that come into your life, the circumstances that flow through your life. I mean, your life's like a river. You don't ever know what's coming down the stream. you got to deal with what comes. But know this, God's seen it all. God knew it all. God's the one who allowed it to come. If He didn't allow it, it wouldn't be there. That's why we know Romans 8, It's it's listen, that's one, of the, that's one of the foundations my life sits on. It's we know all things work together for good to them that love God, for them who are called according to His purpose. It's all going to work out. God sent it, even if I don't like it. He knew what He was doing. When God sends those things, and we talked about that, Grant talked about it in Sunday school, God sends them sometimes to guide us. God sends them sometimes to to discipline us. God sends them sometimes just to move us, just to get us up out of our, our, our stagnation. But God allows things to come, and we can't handle things in our carnal mind. We can't look at things in our life as situations because we freak out, we panic, we we fall apart, because we're, we're 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 frail creatures. We are weak. Truth of it is, we are weak. We need we need the Spirit of God flowing through us daily. We need the peace of God guarding our mind. We need we need we need God's we need God's uh, love to settle our hearts. That's the kind of peace God gives. He gives the kind that just settles it. Now, second thing I want to say about this is we represent the Prince of Peace. The Bible says we are ambassadors for Christ. That's what the Bible says. We've talked about that. Ye are ambassadors of Christ. We represent him to a lost and dying world. <coughs> And I want you to realize that we represent Christ. You say, well, there's lots of people out there who represent Christ. Well, those who are preaching salvation by works don't represent Christ. Those who are preaching another gospel do not represent Christ. Those who, repre- those who preach that you've got to uh, that you've got to uh, be baptized in order to have salvation are not representing Christ. Those who preach that you have got to, uh, uh, to speak in some ecstatic unknown language are not representing Christ. Any other way than the blood of Jesus Christ is a false way. So not everybody's representing the Prince of Peace. And I dare say, if I, did, if I belonged to one that said I could lose my salvation, I wouldn't have no peace at all. I thank God, hey, listen, I thank God that I know the truth. I thank God that, that, that I found the way, amen? And 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 in and, and finding that way, listen, I found that Christ has got me in His hand and He ain't never going to let go and I couldn't get out of it if I wanted to, that I am sealed into the day of redemption and the knowledge of that gives me peace like a river, amen? It gives me peace overflowing, something that I cannot find anywhere else. And I'm carrying that peace with me. You're carrying peace. That with you. And since we are, we gotta realize that we're supposed to share that peace with somebody else. But now understand this, we represent the Prince of Peace. So I'm not to be offensive in sharing my faith. There's a wrong way to do it. I and i and I'm I'm not picking on anybody this morning, and I realize I got I got people out there and friends on, on the Internet world and Facebook, and some of them may get a little bit aggravated at me this morning, but I really don't care because some of them, listen to me, they think that, that sharing Christ with somebody is picking a fight with them. That's not sharing Christ. I'm not to go out and attack the devil and share Christ. Listen, I preach the Word of God and let it attack amen I, that don't mean i'm not i don't mean i'm not to stand against sin i'm certainly to stand against sin i'm certainly to preach against sin but i'm not to go out and stand out there and, and just browbeat and berate people listen they need to know that there's a savior amen they need to know that the, that that there's a savior an uh, an argument never turns out winning somebody to jesus christ i've never argued anybody into getting saved ever. We need to be careful how we go. We represent the prince of peace, not the prince of arguments. I don't remember seeing in the Bible where Jesus was telling anybody anything they was arguing with him and they walked away healed or saved or anything else. And we represent him. So the the cross itself is offensive. Saying to somebody, listen, you're lost. You are dead in your sins. You couldn't get saved if you wanted to without Jesus. You're helpless. I mean, that's offensive enough. We don't have to, compi- to compile the offense by throwing our own personal agenda on top of it. And I'm not, again, I'm not fussing at you. I'm just telling you because the devil uses things like that to be stumbling blocks. You know, Jesus said, in Matthew ten sixteen Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. We're not, we're, not, we're not to be offensive, but we're to preach the gospel. We're to share Christ. God would not have us to get bogged down in things that bear no weight in eternity. You know, we're going to have differences on minor things. Amen? We're people. Everybody's not going to see everything the same way. Listen, when it comes to this book, I expect you to get in line with it, and I'll get in line with it. We'll all get in line with it on that. But if any, but little, little, little tiny details that are non-essentials, there's no sense in majoring on those things. They do, they do no good but, but stir up strife and keep people from coming to Christ. I thank God I've lived long enough to see that. But we're to sow Peace. It's like a, it's like a man go out and got a good piece of ground and he plows it up, and he's gonna sow some squash and sow some tomatoes and sow some corn sow some okra i mean he's planting what he wants to what he wants to reap and the bible tells us we're to sow peace Romans fourteen sixteen and seventeen let not then your good be evil spoken of for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink they were see they were he was He's talking about not offending those Jews by eating pork in front of them. We're not to eat just anything we want to in front of them because that's a stumbling block to them. And we're not saying, well, hey, you can eat anything you want to. Listen, bless God, we're saved. We can do it. Listen, that's not going to get anybody to come to Christ. I'll eat a pork chop if I want to. You know, that's just that's the way some people are. I'm, I'm, I'm all for eating pork chops. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> I'm all for eating bacon. I'm all for, listen, I'm all for eating sausage. But listen, I, I, I'm not going to try to force somebody who has an issue with that to eat it, and say if you don't eat that, something wrong with you, man. Hey, let me tell you about Jesus. That's not going to work. People don't people, people don't care what you know. But they know you care, and if you care, you're not going to try to you're not going to try to put a stumbling block for them. See, again, we're supposed to have the peace of God, and the, we're supposed to sow it. Where we go, where we go, we're, we're to be problem solvers, not problem creators. <sighs> let not your good be evil spoken of, for the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, so we're to live righteously before them and have a testimony and peace and let them see that God's peace is all over us and joy in the Holy Ghost. You run across somebody who's full of joy, who's full of peace, and living upright before the Lord. They're a joy to be in their presence. I'd listen to somebody like that. Amen? Somebody who doesn't, who's not constantly getting at me, somebody who's not constantly trying to, trying to pick at me or trying to, trying to agitate me. No, I don't want that. I, I want somebody who seriously has some concern for my well-being. Romans fourteen nineteen. Let us therefore follow after the things which make for peace, See, and we follow after a lot of things. I mean, I can pull out this phone and, 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 and on any given day show you all kinds of things I follow. <laughs> I'm interested in things. I follow the Dallas Cowboys, and I'm unashamed of that. Amen? Mm-hmm. Amen. Some of y'all ain't. That's okay. <laughs> but, but I'm to follow the Lord. That's, uh, that we're to follow after peace. Our mission in life is to sow peace. Our mission in life is to bring about reconciliation of God and man. We are to how do you sow peace? You sow peace by sharing that Jesus died for sinners. Jesus died for sinners. Jesus died for sinners. Do you know? Uh, listen, gospel tracks. Jesus died for sinners. The message from your lips. Jesus died for sinners. That's how you sow peace he's the prince and we're ambassadors i gotta hurry john sixteen thirty three. these things have i spoken unto you that in me you might have peace in the world you shall have tribulation oh that's for sure this world's a troubling place. It's full of trouble. In the world, you're going to have it. He said, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Hey, listen, I, we can cheer up. I, we can cheer up. I know the world's in trouble, but but Jesus won. He won over the world. He faced the world. He, didn't, he wasn't afraid of the world. He faced it. And you know what? His wisdom was much greater than the wisdom of this world. Everything that he did was much greater than anything the world could do. Amen? And listen, he won he went to that cross of calvary and he won everything that the devil and the whole wide world threw at him had no effect on him he won so we can rest easy guess what because we won too amen i won you won how did we win because he won and because he has peace now he gives that to us and we're to give that to others he overcame the world Amen? And guess what? The Bible tells us that we can have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So if we have the mind of Christ, guess what we're going to have along with it? The peace. The peace of God. last thing I want to say, and I know it's already 12, but I'm going to go a few minutes over. Look here. We know peace as we learn peace. It's a word to you till you finally understand it. But the more you know peace, the more you learn what it truly is. Matthew eleven twenty nine through 30, the, the verse of Scripture that, that spawned this whole series of 172 sermons so far, Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest under your souls. I, I know we got. I know I got more ground to cover, and I got time, so I'm going to shorten it. But I want you to pay attention to me here for the next few minutes. Take my yoke upon you. Y'all seen a yoke? I mean, listen, it's it, it's it's elaborate uh, straps and harnesses and everything. Listen to to pull something. So it sounds like it's going to be a lot of work. Put my yoke on you. Oh, I'm strapped in. I'm buckled in. I, I'm cinched up, and everything's tight. Jesus said, "Learn of me." For I am meek and lowly in heart. Now it sounds it sounds like work, but 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 listen. He says, "Take my yoke upon you," but 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 I just want you I want you to learn who I am. I just want you to watch me. I want you to walk with me. I want you to learn who I am. I'm meek. Meek 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 is a unique word. Meekness is a unique thought because it, it, uh, to me it really encapsulates who the Lord is. The Lord he again meekness. My understanding is having all the power to 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 do something but not but holding back in restraint the bible jesus i mean God could have destroyed the world a thousand times over, but he didn't. He's held back in love and mercy and he's showing his graciousness and his kindness to us and his peace that's that's meekness listen there are plenty of people who 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 don't know what I know in that book. But I, if I go around all day trying to act like a big shot who knows everything in the book, that's not meekness. That's pride. You ought to be able to, you ought to, be able to get down on the level of a two-year-old and talk to him about Jesus. It ought not be anything. You ought to be able to get down on the level of somebody who, 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 who's, who's never been educated, who doesn't know much of anything. Listen, you can get down on their level. They need Jesus. People need Jesus. Everybody needs Jesus. And Jesus said, listen, he said, I'm meek and I'm lowly. Jesus went down on the street to the people nobody would ever have anything to do with. He talked to the, he talked to the, to the drunks. He talked to the prostitutes. He talked to, to the outcasts of society. He went to them. Nobody else would fool with them. They were unclean. He said, listen, listen. I'm meek and lowly in heart. I I I'm I'm not condescending. I'm not prideful. No. Learn how to have peace. Being all puffed up and swollen up. That's not peace. You're gonna cause unrest everywhere you go. You need to learn how to lower yourself. He said, My yoke is easy. My burden my burden is light. The way he describes being in the yoke with him is like taking a peaceful Light relaxing stroll with the Lord, put, put the yoke on, walk with me. my yoke's easy, my bird. it sounds to me it sounds to me like, kind of like when Adam walked in the garden in the cool of the day with the Lord. That's what he's asked us to. do. walk with me, spend time with me, talk to me, get to know me, love on me, I'll love you back we'll have, a, we'll have a wonderful time, and you'll understand what peace really is. now. Again, he wants us to get in the yoke. He says in Isaiah thirty-two seventeen, and the work of righteousness, the work of righteousness shall be peace. You hear that? When we do the work of God, the work of righteousness shall be peace. And the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance. I don't know about you, but I like those two things. Quietness, everything's peaceful. Everybody feels good about everything. Everybody's trusting the Lord. Peace and assurance. I need that in my life. That's the end of the work of righteousness. So God doesn't just want us to sit on our blessed assurance and wait for Him to come back. There won't be peace if we do that. The peace comes from working beside Him. God didn't go off and leave us down here by ourselves and say, figure it out till I get back. No. He said, I'm going, but I'm going to be down here with you. And I'm going to be working through you. And the work that we're going to do, it's going to bring you peace. The work that we do, you're going to learn who I am. And you're going to know who I am. And I'm going to work in you and through you. And my peace is going to flow through you. And you're going to find out what peace is when you're working with me because I'm a peace giver. And you're the one who's going to be giving it out. I'm going to be doing it through you. Isaiah 26, verse 3. That will keep him... Keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee, for because he trusted in thee. I want to, I want my mind in perfect peace. I don't want things to be able to rattle me. I don't want to. I don't want people to see me get all flustered and and, and lose my cool and, and and begin to doubt things. I, I want I want whatever hits. I want to be able to say, you know what? God's in control. God's in control. That's a good that's a good COVID nineteen sermon. Amen. God's in control, y'all. I know. I know you're not worried. You wouldn't be here if you were. But there's so many people out there that are. They're scared to death. They don't. They don't. They don't understand this. I was walking through Walmart just a couple of days, oh, about a week ago, and there were two. There were two black ladies standing there talking as I passed between them, and both of them had a mask on, and they were talking about people walking around the store without a mask on. I was one of them. But she, she. I heard one of them say the other one. But you know what? God give us sense. God give us good sense. When they were talking about the church shut down. Oh, I could hear them talking. I thought to myself, God give us good sense? What's going on in the old world and preach the gospel to every creature? There's some risk involved. Amen? When, when, when God sent Paul out, he, 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 there's going to be some risk involved. Amen? Every single one he sent out, there was some risk involved. Listen, but we're not to worry about the risk. No, we're to trust Him. We're to go forward. Listen, if the Lord wants you home, the Lord knows how to take you home. If the Lord wants you here, the Lord knows how to keep you here. You are absolutely invincible until God says, that's it, come home. That's the truth. Otherwise, every missionary who ever went off into a foreign country, into an unknown land, was a fool if God ain't in control. Every person who ever risked anything for the Lord Jesus Christ was a fool if he's not in control. God has got it. And when we get to know Him, if we work for Him, we'll find that peace. We'll settle into that peace. The Bible talks about that. Settle you, establish you. Establish you. It says over to Peter God wants to do that, but it takes us getting to know who he is and understanding that about him. The Bible says in Galatians 5, and 23, but the fruit of the Spirit, the comforter, he said he was going to leave with you, the fruit, what he does, what he produces, look here, it's love, first of all. He told them to love one another and joy. That's, that's the experience of having God working in your life is joy. God's with me. There's joy in that. That is a byproduct of God working in your life. You can't find that peace, again, sitting around doing nothing, letting people die and go to hell, not being concerned about the souls of men and women, boys and girls around you. The last scripture I'm going to give you is James 3, 17 through 18. The Bible says, But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, and then it's peaceable. Oh God, you're right. When we understand it we know, Lord that's it's first pure when, it, when, it, when, when God's wisdom when it sinks in it's like, that makes sense, thank you Lord. But then you take it out from your spot of prayer and you take it out and you put it into practice, you put it down where the rubber meets the road, and you find out it brings peace <laughs> instead of instead of trusting your emotions when something goes wrong and fly off the handle and blowing it up. God's got this those two things have two different reactions the fruits of those two things are totally different You you know what the fruit of peace is? it's more peace what's the fruit of strife? more strife the fruit of anxiety we've seen that haven't we? we've had a front row seat to what happens when anxiety is sown They've been sowing it on the. Listen, I'm so sick of hearing about the new normal. I'm so sick of hearing about how the world ain't never gonna be the same and it's all changed. Baloney. Mine hadn't, and it ain't going to. I'm gonna stick with this book right here. I'm gonna walk in the ways of God in a whole wide world and go jump in the lake. I'm gonna stick with God. I ain't having a new normal. This is my normal. They tell that lie over and 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 eventually you get to believe in it. You said that in Sunday school this morning. Hitler said something like that. You tell a lie loud enough, long enough, eventually people start believing it. Every commercial on TV, since the world has changed. No! Since you really started manipulating us, people are in a a mess. That's the truth. But you know what? God can give you peace in the middle of all that. In the middle of the desert, in the middle of the desert, in the wilderness of sin, God was able to provide them a table. He was able to provide them with clothing that grew and didn't wear out. He gave them bread, angel's food, bread from the fields of heaven. And he'd have gave them all peace if they'd have just latched onto it. The wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Well, that sounds good, doesn't it? And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace. If you want peace, start sowing it. What's the best kind of peace to sow? The peace between God and man. Christ. Christ. Everything is Christ, everything is because of Christ because of Christ, I want to get along with you because of christ i 'm going to be compassionate to you because of christ i'm not going to i 'm not going to let my emotions get the better of me and cause a bigger problem because of christ i 'm going to speak caring to you instead of getting loud with you because of Christ, the fruit of righteousness and what's, what's going to come out of that? Something a whole lot better God has if I, if I sow if I sow peace where I could sow anger or hostility or, 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 or some snide remark, if I sow peace instead, then I have get, I have put something there that can grow and turn into something good. You understand what I'm saying? The more I do that, the more people see Christ through me. He told me he would abide with me. He told me he would be in me. Well, I don't want that just to be there. I want, I want people to see that he's in there. I want people to experience that he's in there. Amen? I want people to get around me and say, he's, he got peace in his life I hadn't got. I want people to see that in you. I want you to have a testimony so that when you open your mouth, people will listen to what you got to say because they know they've seen it. They've seen you experience it. They've experienced it being around you. John fourteen twenty seven, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. There's no reason for us to be concerned and worried in this day and time we live in. God's got it. God's got it. Amen? Let me ask you this. Have you got it? Do you have peace in your heart this morning because you know for sure beyond a shadow of a doubt that if you died this very moment, you'd go to heaven and be with the Lord. Do you have that peace? If you don't have that peace, I would urge you with everything in me to come to Christ this morning and say, Lord, I've sinned against you. I know I'm a sinner. I need forgiveness. Please, dear Lord. Wash me in the blood of Jesus Christ. I know he died for my sins. I know he was buried, and I know he rose from the grave. I believe that he's my sacrifice in my place. I know that I must have my sins forgiven, and I plead with you to wash me white as snow. If you would just call out to God, he would give you peace like you've never known. I urge you today, don't go to hell. Turn to Christ. Believe on his shed blood and be saved you can have that peace. Let's stand together. We're going to sing a song of invitation 393. You want to turn there? We're going to have a word of prayer before we do. And if God has moved on your heart, spoke to you today, I don't, it doesn't matter what the matter is, bring it to God. Don't, don't file it away. Don't put it in your back pocket. Don't say, I'll deal with it later. Now while God's moving, now while God's speaking, work with him. Work with him this morning, and he'll do a work in your heart. 390. Father, we come before you this morning, and we ask you, Lord, work in our midst. Holy Ghost of God, oh, Lord, I I, I pray this morning, Father, that you would, Lord, that you show folks how bad they need you. Lord, you show us that emptiness in us that, that, that we have. Oh, dear God, I plead with you. Fill those empty places in us. Oh, Lord, that we'd come. Lord, that folks listening in would, would receive Christ this morning. Lord, someone in our midst this morning who doesn't have salvation would come this morning and be saved. Oh, dear Lord, I plead with you, please, move for Christ's sake. And we ask it in Jesus' name and for his sake. The number, actually, numbers. We'll number do 394, one over there. 394, I'm sorry, I had the wrong page number. 394, I surrender all. Let's sing this morning as God moves in our midst.
2: To thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. All to Jesus I surrender. Humbly at his feet I bow. Worldly pleasures all forsaken. Take me, Jesus, take me now. I surrender
1: all. Just take it by faith. Just receive Him by faith. Believe on His name, and He'll save your soul. All to Thee,
2: my blessed Savior, I
1: surrender all. Well, amen. It's been good to be with you in God's house this morning. Amen. I I kept you a little long this morning, y'all. Have a little mercy. Everybody was talking. We didn't get started right at the moment we're supposed to, I guess. <laughs> no. We'll 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 do better tonight, I promise you. We will I'm gonna blame it on Robert. It's always Robert's fault. So but anyway, uh but we're gonna do better tonight. So come back tonight at six. We we started last last Sunday night, uh, talking about uh how to lead a soul to Christ. And we're gonna we're gonna go back tonight and we're gonna revisit that again tonight. We're gonna uh we're gonna look at uh some other facets of that. And uh so I want you to come back tonight if you if it's humanly possible because everybody ought to be a soul winner. Everybody ought to be telling somebody how to be saved. I mean even if even if in your whole life you only lead one soul to Christ, you've done you've done something greater than most folks will ever do. Let God use you. Let God use you. You'll be so thankful on on, on the judgment day of Christ. You'll be so thankful you did. Any word from anybody before we dismiss this morning? Are uh, you asking me? Yeah. What are we eating? Do I get to pick? Well, if you want to, sure. Well, at least the food. <laughs> I agree with that one. Well, considering it has to be probably brought and warmed up again or whatever, but... We can have
0: casserole, we can have dogs uh, and hamburgers, we can have uh, Italian food, we can have whatever...